Hello, my minions, and this is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about today's sponsor, Viking Fitness. Viking Fitness is currently running a sale for his online training camp. It's a 10-week program for only $100. That's $10 a week to help yourself become a better you. Whether you are wanting some help getting that summer bod or starting a journey of renewal, Viking Fitness will help you. Go to vikingfitnessnh.com and click contact. Use code word DUCK to receive an additional discount. Also, go to Todd Norseman on Facebook. Thank you and have a good day. Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Sex Education Season 3. I've been watching this show since the first season came out and I liked the show a lot. To me it was a great show for teenagers and young adults. It talks about sex and all the taboo subjects around the topic. But it's done with a lot more respect than say shows like Big Mouth or anything you ever watched in health class because most of the time a lot of those videos or things they show you also follows a lot of shame as if you need to be ashamed of wanting to have sex the things you like in your own body so I thought this was a great show for that. However I think this season was a bit too concerned with the melodrama between the characters. It begins to feel a bit more like a soap opera by the end of the season specifically with the, with the relationships between Otis and Maeve and Jakob and Jean. The whole baby daddy debacle feels out of place in the show. The drama seemed to want to take more realistic in the terms of what most people do. That's typically how it went in the show. It was more, you know, geared towards reality and this one started to feel like, whoa! Like, I don't know. It's just like, can you believe that? Like, oh, oh, okay. Awesome. I know why Maeve leaves for America. It's because the actress that plays her didn't know if she, she would be have an open enough schedule uh, for the next season, so they gave her way for a character to take a back seat in the next season if need be, and however long it took for it to come back. Because they do like the character, they didn't want her to permanently leave the show, so they just thought of a way for the character to just, you know, take a break. That way, when her schedule opens back up, she might be able to come back. So, I get that, but it's still like, okay. But at the same time, I don't think this show needs to go on for like a bunch of seasons. I feel like this kind of story and what it's going for only needs to go for like maybe three or four seasons. And I know it's gonna go past the four seasons and I'm hoping it's not gonna turn into a really shit show by the end. Um, Cause I'm starting to see some of the cracks in the painting and I don't know how much longer I want it to go. If they can wrap it up in the next season or two, I'd be more happy. Anything past season five, I think it'd be ridiculous to keep to keep going with the show. The cast all does a great job. Everyone turns in the season. In fact, Jason Isaacs actually joins the cast as Mr. Groff's brother. This season tries to humanize Mr. Groff, Adam's dad. Uh, this season gives his backstory with his family, specifically his love of cooking with his mother, and how much his dad and brother would bully him, uh, calling him Michaela, things like that. Just overall, he's a piece of shit, and it kind of explains why he's so cold, doesn't show emotions, just, you know, basically shutting down as a human being, and he takes a lot of shit from people he really shouldn't, while also giving people he shouldn't give shit, shit. So, it makes sense. He, he, he sees a lot of himself in Adam, and you kind of see that in, throughout the thing. That's part of the reason why they have so much in common. And that's also part of Adam's arc, is that he's not trying to be like his dad. Like, there's a lot of scenes with his mom, where he's like, you know, 
you should always tell people you love them, things like that, if you love them, because if you don't show it, eventually they'll leave. I know that fear is always there, but all we can do is just do what we can when we feel those feelings towards people. So, yeah, I, I think it's, I think that's the best part of this season, is for, is for sure that arc. I like it a lot. Adam and Mr. Groff are only the best characters of the season. Now, Adam, I've always liked Adam, uh, except for obviously when you first meet him. I liked him later. He's kind of like the Jamie Lannister of the show where you fucking hate him at first, but then you're like, this guy actually might be one of my f my favorite or is at least one of my favorite characters, so yeah. Like I said, I do think Mr. Groff's character is better this season. I think some characters kind of regress back to previous points. Adam kind of does that, where in the previous season he was like, Nah, I'm proud of who I am. I love you, Eric. I'm gonna hold your hand, like blah blah blah. That whole thing when they get together, and then he regresses kind of back again, where he's like, "Oh, I don't want people knowing that. I don't want to show my emotions again like that." It's like, okay, but you already showed in front of everyone, even your father, that you have that you are attracted to men, which is also kind of confusing. I don't know how how Mr. Groff never tells his ex-wife that Adam likes men. That's like a huge part of the season is that Adam's mom doesn't know that she, that he's dating Eric. It ends up being a huge point of contention between him and Eric's relationship. But how is that possible? That was never brought up that their son, someone else tells him. It's um, Amy ends up telling the mom because she sees um, Miss Dr. Milburn Jean's character um, for a sex therapy because she was sexually assaulted on the bus the previous year, uh, some guy um, on her, um, for not being too graphic, but, uh, so yeah, his ex-girlfriend Amy in the first season, who is now best friends with Maeve and all this stuff, so she tells the mom, why, How, why, why did it have to be Amy, why, it would have made more sense for, you know, his dad to tell her, it would have been easier too, so that was a huge point at the end of the second season. So, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. A few other characters kind of regress too, like Otis. Like, at the end of the season, he's like, I don't want to be an asshole like my dad. He t confronts his dad. He's like, why weren't you there for me? Did you not like me? Why are you such an asshole? Like, what's your fucking problem, dude? And then he's like, this is why. And this is what you have to do to make it so you don't end up like me. So that's, like, he also, like, sends the, the voice messages to Maeve and all this shit. And it's like, okay, why is he acting like a prick again? I mean, by the end of the season, he's, like, he kind of, like, goes back to how the second season ended. But, like, I don't know if he had, like, a motive clarity and went back to being a prick. But they never really show that. They just kind of, I don't know if it's the excuses, like, well, Maeve never called him back or responded. So he just kind of regressed. It never says that. So it just kind of comes across of, like, didn't we already do this? Why are we doing it again? It just kind of feels like they weren't sure how to continue some of these characters. So they regressed him back that way to make this the next season able to lead, ooh, pardon me, uh, lead to the fourth so I don't I don't understand why they did it that way they could have just not done that or if you didn't know what to do perhaps that was a sign maybe don't keep writing more and more seasons of the show and just start to wrap it up maybe maybe that's what you should do instead the music is still great the soundtrack is always well picked for the show picking all kinds of songs from different genres air character arc also seems a little bit redundant because it's just the same kind of repeats, like I said, he repeats himself. 
He realizes about him, uh, what he what he realizes about himself in the previous seasons, but just does it again in Africa. So yeah, he's like, no, I'm proud of who I am. I'm gonna express who I want to be. I'm gonna, no, I don't give a fuck what anyone says about me. I'm gonna be me. But then they're like, yeah, that that's great, good for you, Eric. And then it's like, but now we're gonna do the same shit in Africa in like a couple episodes. And I'm like, okay, that's neat. Again, why why are we doing it again? Just do something else. Now, I kind of get why they did it in Nigeria, because uh, it's illegal to be gay in Nigeria. I don't know if it still is. I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, this season came out in 2021, so I don't, I don't imagine in a year that law changed. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, okay. Could have just had this done in the previous season. That way it tied in with the natural flow of the arc, because that's kind of how the second season still deals with his, his identity. So, Yeah. Jakob is still my boy. He's my favorite character, and learning about him was really sad. His trust issue, his trust issues, and his and how his previous marriage was, and the trying to repeat the same mistakes in his new relationship with Jean, just depressing as shit. All right, loved his wife, had all these kids, and then his wife started to cheat on him. Uh, she uh, that he he thinks that she found someone else, but then she got really sick, so he stuck around because you don't leave someone when they're sick, and he kind of just tortured himself emotionally for all those years and. But he still took care of his wife. It's just like, God damn, Jakob, why? Fucking Christ. So that's why, like, kind of the end of the season kind of pisses me off. Because it's, there's, like, this part in the show where Jakob's like, I had a vasectomy, and I somehow got you pregnant, but you've had previous sexual partners within the relative same time frame as when we got together. So are you even sure I'm the dad? And then she's like, no, I'm the dad. You're the dad, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, okay. But then you get the paternity test. And then it ends on the note like, oh, shit. Like as if to like allude to the Jakob's not the fucking father. So it's like, why, why are you doing this? Don't stop breaking his heart. <laughs> stop it. So yeah, that's probably the reason why I don't really care for this season as much. It's like, why you always got to fuck with my favorite characters? They did the same thing with Adam. They fucking destroy Adam again. I'm like, you can't just let Adam, let, let these let these two characters have one fucking thing. Just let them have it. We can't have anything in this fucking house. That's what it feels like, so, yeah. Now, my biggest problem with this season is the show's new antagonist, Hope Handed, the new head teacher. I don't know what the fuck happened with this part of the show. So the show had characters who didn't like, who you didn't like, like Mr. Groff, but they always had something that kept them realistic. Mr. Groff was just a fucking goober most of the time. He acted strangely, and that's how him and Adam mirrored each other. There was always something that kind of gave them human characteristics, I guess. They're not just some evil force. Uh, where this character is just annoying the whole time and has no redeeming qualities. Now, if there were, if that was, if there was more than that, that was gonna lead up. It just feels like the writers were like, "What if this season?" We just, you know, instead of being smarter with the writing and being able to tell those same messages, anything in a more subtle and more interesting way. And on this one, they're just like, let's just be... Because that was what how they usually did it before. They would do it more of like, like they would, you would, they would just tell the story and you would naturally get to that conclusion of like, wow, blah, blah, blah. Or even if they made you want to think about things like, you know, sexual orientations and shit like that, gender identity, fine. But this one, he's thrown in their face with like no, with like nothing. It's like they're just like, if you don't like it, boom. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, there's no redeeming qualities. They try to give her some depth, try to by not by her not being able to have kids. 
who cares? But it just doesn't work because it doesn't outweigh any of the shitty stuff she does. Like, she won't be like, like, removes all self-expression. She'll shame people for their sexual orientations and identities. So it's like, okay. Now, I'm not saying this. The the reason why I say she's not realistic um, is because just this shit, like, because... It doesn't make any sense, because they try to show her being, like, resentful of the things, but then being, like, the fucking worst person on the planet. Like, you can just not do those things. You can just not, if you don't like it, and still doing it anyway. It's not going to make me feel bad for you in the slightest. Now, people like that exist, sure. Don't get me wrong. But it just feels out of place for the show. It's like, okay. This... Like, what's the point of having all these points of, like, yeah, that show, like, showing how, you know, you can have a place where you can talk about humanity in that sense, but then to be in the next season, they're like, no, no, we will not support, like, they shut down the school. That's the arc of the third season, is that their sex school, and they, literally, the, the UK will not fund them because of the stuff that's coming out about them. Even though it's not true. So, yeah. Great. Awesome. So happy that they went that way with the show. So now they're going to new schools and shit. And I'm like, uh... Alright. Sweet. This is exactly how I wanted this show to go. All of a sudden it's about drama. I mean, it's always had drama, but there was like a lot of comedy. And it was more about like the talking points. You know... Just more like adult school house rock, I guess is the best way to describe it. It would talk about the subject, show you a little bit, teach you a little bit of shit, because, you know, that's what they do. And now it's not that way anymore. Now it's like, oh, we got our school shut down because we talk about pee-pee and vagina. Like, it's like, oh, neat. So, yeah, I I can easily say I didn't have a whole lot of fun with this season. So, yeah. And I don't think it's an awful season. Like, I, I still watch it, and I was never like fuck I hate this or anything like that and I still think it has moments where it's still better than a lot of other shows that are currently out uh, so I give this season a, a 6 out of 10 I think it's slightly above average it's pretty fucking close to average but there's a few things like performances, certain characters are it's pretty much the Mr. Groff and Adam really hold up this season for me and of course Jakob um, so yeah that's um, that's about it 6 out of 10 so I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed the previous two seasons, so if you haven't listened to those, go back and give those a listen. It's highly appreciated. Also, I'm on Twitch, Dr. Quackers Movie Reviews. Oh, sorry, sorry, not... <laughs> uh, sorry, DR underscore Quackers 66 is on Twitch. Uh, Instagram is Dr. Quackers Movie Reviews. So, yeah, if you want to go check those out, it's highly appreciated. Uh, I've been streaming a lot more. I had a bit of a hiatus, so I'm streaming more. Streamed the last two days, so if you want to check that out, go in there, drop a follow help uh, help grow the twitch as well so thank you and have a good fucking day